Anyway, uh, Saturday, 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 only on the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. It's the store. What do we sell at the store, guys? Human souls. Nope, don't sell that. (laughs) Human flesh. Nope, neither of those things. We don't sell anything you couldn't sell on eBay. (laughs) We do sell. Human teeth. Nope. Still not that. Specifically, Caitlin's teeth. She has an unending supply. Oh, God. It's a good thing you can grow new teeth, Caitlin, because that sounded painful. It was. Uh, We sell pins. They're really cute. They say roll to fall in love on them. Caitlin, are you okay? Uh-oh. Did yeah, you lose good. your teeth? No, I just uh, took a big chunk out of my cheek <laughs> with no. your teeth. Ow. Yeah. It's okay. The teeth are going to come out pretty soon anyway, so I'll just be all gum. <laughs> anyway, we're also selling that chunk of Caitlin's cheek that she just <laughs> oh. <laughs> out. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we're selling pins. We're selling shirts. We're selling prints. We're selling advertising. Ads. And you can find them at damesanddragons.store or damesanddragons.com slash store if you are the worst. <laughs> what was We had a really good idea for the name of the store, but we didn't go with it. Oh, oh it was like uh, you were going to do something like... Um, no, oh. it was going to be dragon dames dot Seinfeld is bad. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah for yeah, the yeah. store? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's not a possible thing that we could do, but in a world where it is, yes. Mm-hmm. World's well, not fair. Well, I mean, Seinfeld is bad will be saved for another rainy day. The rapture. We already have, we already own Seinfeld is bad. We do. We do. We, we actually do. That. Yeah. <laughs> God. That's a secret. <laughs> well, uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're not using it. Cheers me up. That's so true. Oh, we really have spent our podcast money well. <laughs> so, because we spend all of our podcast money buying SeinfeldIsBad.com, please go to DamesAndDragons.store and buy our t-shirts, pins, advertisements, and prints. At we the will- Metrodome. At the Metrodome. <laughs> That's a really specific... People in the Minneapolis Twin Cities area. There's there's other like domes and they do similar things. So I don't think like like the Silver Dome and stuff. Okay. I don't okay, think it, like, I don't think it's completely. Does regional. any of it sound as good as at the Metrodome? Like no. 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 That oh, was no. that was a '90s advertisement for monster trucks that played well into the late 2000s. At the U.S. Bank Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> ugly. Ugly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hey. Anyway, anyway my. Should we? Yeah, my name's Kat. I'm your no, DM. We need to have need... play D&D, though. Oh, fuck. Yeah, let's play D&D. I'm Kat. I'm your DM at the Metrodome. <laughs> Hi, I'm Noelle. I play Fran. Uh, I'm the. Uh, I am a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really said it. Noelle, you got that one. I'm Caitlin. 
I play. I almost said I play Slake. That's not true. <laughs> I play. I was looking at Hannah, so I was like, <laughs> you you like thought it was a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> My name's Noelle. I play Hannah. <laughs> I play Corbin. <laughs> okay. Anything else, sir? No, that's it. All right. All right. Uh, I'm Hannah. I play Slake. Uh, half orc fighter. Um, so theoretically, we play D and D here. So let's do that. Uh, all right. So last time, you saved the day. You saved the city, and you set things up to save another city. That's so, right. Very good job. Thank you. You Many guys, thanks. you might manage to avoid a pirate attack on Madria. You outed the conspirator. Uh, who, sadly, sadly, was. I'm sorry, guys. I should not have made that character so lovable and gay. <laughs> what were you doing? I, cat. I'm sorry. That was my fault. That's, That's my just bad. How it is sometimes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I made her everything that we all want. Um, I mean, her being evil. Like I will just say for myself, makes not her a necessarily little, a minus. Makes her a little bit hotter. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's really fair. I mean, and like <laughs> our. Our track record for being in love with Torvis children is kind of like three out of four right now. <laughs> yeah, so if we... you if you count Zayroth as one of the players, uh, we, we that's that's an that's... O for four for not being in love with Torvis. Yeah, children. that's true. That's true. <laughs> Shit. Sometimes you. So... That's how it do. All right. So after uh, you guys fought Phelan and Loria uh, and saved the city, you met with the queens and. Uh, then went on a last ditch effort to convince the uh, Madrian royalty and and lords and ladies to send their troops north to Ilfra, uh, and you you succeeded pretty much on all of them except for the Marchioness, who you succeeded in convincing not to join Chorvis side. So that's a win too. Mm-hmm. And let's see. After that, you left the city. You said goodbye to Madria for the moment. You went north to Ilfra, where a new threat awaits, and uh, you chased the bones of that that dragon from Bone Town, as yeah. it had also disappeared. And you caught up with that caravan up the road and found a mysterious guard with them, who immediately almost killed you. Good times. Uh, and uh, oh, it was only intervention from your good friend, Crazy Mary. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the mysterious stranger turned out to be Minotine the Spear, who has turned on the humans he once protected. And he gave Mary some cryptic advice before he left. And that's where you guys are now. Uh, it has been, it's been a hot minute since uh, you guys have been on the road, at least for the the Estrins. I uh, think last time was before you hit ma- before you hit Danmar. Yeah. So mm. you guys are back getting into your pooping in the woods schedule. Mm, yes. You know, yeah, we've oh. been off of that for quite a while. Now. Yeah, yeah, you know, we have to like behind. We, we have to Corbin's, initiate slate. Yeah, Corbin's been holding ways. it in like the whole. You haven't time, pretty pooped much. at all no. since last time we were in the woods. No, you've not. <laughs> it's been no. so are long. you okay? Yeah, I mean, you, you ate a lot of cold cuts. Well, I mean, that helped kind of just like. Oh, I don't. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like the emotion you made, and I don't like what you're saying. Let's. Say, let's. I mean, Corbin probably only pooped when he was a bird. Yeah. And then how could, does that? Oh, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It just all gets condensed. Mm-mm, let's continue on uh, from this. I'm sorry I said it. <laughs> you brought it up. I yeah. brought it up, and I regret it. Uh, it all must right. Be really dense. Yeah. So, 
I'm just saying, like, if you, like, if that he's like a, on the sky, you could kill them. No, like, literally, <laughs> when he's a bird, he turns into, like, a neutron star type situation. So, like, you try to pick him up, but he weighs as much as, like, a human boy. I believe it. He's a lot. He's just a lot in there, packed into that this little This is all body. really a lot. A lot. <laughs> all of this is so, a lot. So, the story. Let's, let's get back to the story. <laughs> all right. Um, You're into that sort of thing. So, as you guys move north, uh, you see that the leaves on the trees have begun to change color. Signaling that fall has already settled itself quite firmly into the northern climes and it's slowly creeping its way down south. Uh, you see the shadow of Farah Mountain looms over you as you follow the road north to Banfell. And you can see the three black peaks of Torva's jaw stark against the bright blue autumn sky. Uh, you guys pass lots of little towns and villages which were so scarce around Danmar and around the foot of the Farah Mountains. Most of these places seem to be centered around a large manor house, presumably belonging to those noble families you left behind in Madria. Whatever favors you did for their lords, these common folk, they regard you very warily, and uh, they don't wave, they don't call greetings, and they certainly do not open their doors to you. What are you guys doing now that you're out on the road, though? You guys are having mm. some times? How are, how are those times shaken out? Oh, I'm, like, <laughs> just studying my spellbook constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm like switching out my spells. I'm kind of like figuring out where to put all of my just huge energy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sorting it all out and probably reading Kai's diary. At all right, least. so uh, yeah, it's on one of the first couple of nights after you guys have left Madria. Fran, you feel a tugging on the necklace around your neck. Oh, yikos. Yeah, you feel sort of a tugging, and it feels warm, and when you pull it out from under your shirt, it's just glowing slightly, and it seems to be tugging towards the goddess's journal. Okay. Love that. <laughs> so this is the the pendant I got from Torva. Yeah, Torva, Torva Alonia. Yeah, my mentor. Um. Mm-hmm. So... I do the same thing that I did before. I touch the the pendant to the journal. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to make you roll for it this time. It opens and you have, you're sent back into that space, into that sort of weird memory space. And you where you left off last time this scene, Torva was saying to the goddess, he was saying that I have found a solution to our problems. And you see the goddess turn away from him and say, I do not need your solutions. And then something happens. It loops back and you see on top of this ghostly blue image, you see a red one. And in this one, it plays at the same time, overlaid. But instead of turning away, the goddess turns toward him. And she says, I'm too tired for this now. And then you feel a hand on your shoulder. You hear a voice that you recognize layer over the scene as it it freezes. And the voice says, she wants you to believe that this is where it all started. And it's the voice of Alonia, your mentor. Mm. She stands at your elbow and she gives you a little smile and says, I'm glad you kept my necklace, Fran. And then she points you towards another 
hazier scene, which appears before you, and the details fill in slowly. You see a girl standing in a river, and a young man laying on the shore, not breathing. The girl is small and stout, with flat features and long black hair and a single braid down her back. She splashes through the water into the shallows and drops to her knees beside the man. She says a spell and a stream of black sludge shoots from his mouth. The girl cries out and stumbles back, slinging the sludge into the river. The man takes a deep, gasping breath, his eyes fluttering open as he rolls to his side and begins to cough. He looks upstream, his black eyes full of panic as the sounds of hoofbeats travel down the river, ahead of riders. They're coming! Bresset and Demel, the forge and the pyre. Please. And the girl looks upstream, too. Two figures come into view through the trees. You see now that there are trees everywhere, and you're in a massive, dense forest. Both are strapping men, one in his thirties, one a bit younger. Both have hands that are engulfed in flame, and they howl as they see the man in the river. The girl's stance shifts. She bends her knees and weaves a spell. You recognize it from the day Corbin sank the pirate ship in Madria Harbor, but instead of a trench, she causes a massive wave of water to rise forth from the river. The men on horses, Bresset and Demel, you know that's who these are. They look panicked and they start to turn their horses, but they're not fast enough, and the wave sweeps them away. The girl stands in the river, breathing hard, soaked through. Her gaze turns back to the man in the river who's gotten to his feet. He grins, still shaky, and his teeth are polished black obsidian. What god are you, he says. And the girl shakes her head, says, I'm no god. My name is Kai. And his face softens, and he looks at her with such tenderness, such awe. Kai, you are a marvel. And the light shifts, and the goddess is standing in front of you again. It is the goddess as you saw her in the first vision. And she looks furious. She looks enraged, and she says, he's found a way to interfere. And she grabs you by the shoulders, says, whatever he says, he's only trying to turn you away from he. Remember, whatever he says, I chose you, Franika. And then it ends. And you're back in reality. Where where am I right now? We're in the the woods. Yeah, you're in the woods, just off the road. Camped. Uh, there's a campfire. Mary has been watching you anxiously the entire time. And uh, the the page uh, that is open, I'll read for you. I think before I can read anything, I need to like go throw up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like bend over next to a tree. And I'm like. Ugh! <laughs> uh, Mary comes over and she she rubs your back, Fran, and and pats your back. Are we there? Yeah, you guys are there. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, you guys basically just saw Fran go into like a trance, and I'm, then yeah. What time of day is it? It's night. It's oh, dark. Corbin's probably sleeping, but he does wake up when Fran throws up. <laughs> yep, he just knows. Okay, same. <laughs> he hears a bark. Well, he hears your retching, and then he's like, <laughs> he's like, some dinner ready? <laughs> Fucking up. Uh, what's going on? Are you okay? Oh my god. Okay. Um No, just I'm fine. Sorry. Mary signs. What did you see? I'm not really sure. 
I don't know if it's what really happened or not. What what does that mean? I think Torva is communicating with me. What did he say? He showed me something. I don't really understand it. Anyway, time to read. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Fran. I bury my head in the book. That's how you do it. That's how you repress a trauma. I want you guys to watch. You see how it's done? <laughs> that that seems bad. That was... I've never seen it done like that, friend. That was amazing. I can't even hear you. I'm just reading now. <laughs> Look, she's not even present. <laughs> I I turned to Mary. So that that book... Mary Mary takes you aside like, and, and signs. I, I, there's some things I need to explain. Let's leave Fran to read. I, is she going to be okay? She's fine. She repressed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> so here's the passage that you read. Hmm. It says, I don't like him. I've let him spend too much time here since I returned from the world below. He congratulated me on my part in bringing the flame back to the light of the world. As though I had not done it to spite him. I pray for Talia to temper the fury of the new goddess of flame, and she will not fall to the same traps which destroyed her father. He told me... He told me that the first green plants have begun to peek out from the ashes. He asked me if I would come with him to see it. Talked about a beauty of a world reborn. What a stupid and simple ruse. He missed his opportunity to gain a foothold while I was gone, and now he tries to lure me away again so he can set his worms loose in my garden. When he next returns, I will cast him out without hesitation. (sighs) Okay. And I get a new spell! (laughs) And Fran gets a new spell! (laughs) That's the price of all new spells, is emotional trauma. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one thing I've learned as a wizard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I close the diary. Is Mary... Mary's talking to Slake? Yeah, Mary's taking Slake aside to explain what's going on with the diary and and also that it's fine. <laughs> this fine. is normal. This is fine. I'm going to wave Mary over from talking to Slake. Yeah, Mary comes over. Mary sits down next to you and, and signs, are you okay? Nah, who's okay? Uh. <laughs> 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 or I'll just... Anyway, um, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. But I was wondering, um, Cordelia raised you, right? Or, you know, Torva, your attendant. Hmm. Mary signs... I don't really know. I... Someone named Cordelia raised me. But I don't know if it was Torva the whole time, or if just for some part of it. Or if they switched out, I... I sometimes wonder if how traditional the veils really were. If maybe those were introduced just so that this ruse could continue. Fran nods. Yeah. Did you... Did you get the feeling that 
she... Like... Loved you? Mary looks at the fire. And then... Shakes her head and signs, No. I didn't ever get the feeling that any of my attendants loved me. Mm, I hug Mary. Mm. Mary. Mary leans her head on your shoulder. And then signs... What about you? Fran shrugs. I guess I sort of thought she did. Alonia, I mean. Mary nods and then signs, But he couldn't have been in two places at once. He couldn't have raised me and... and you. Some... some of it must have been her. Some of it must have been Alonia. I don't know. I just feel like... I've been told what my place is in all this, but I haven't really. <laughs> Mary, uh, she holds out a fist to you for a low-down fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> Solidarity, I, I bump her fist. <laughs> yep. Mary, can we just both promise to be cool to each other if one of us turns evil? Mary, science, what does that, what does that mean to be cool to... Should I stop you if you turn evil? Should you stop me? Please yeah, stop me. Yes, but in a chill way. <laughs> <laughs> Mary nods. She nods and says, all right. She signs. <laughs> I promise. I'll stop you in a chill way. Okay. If you turn out to be evil. Oh, Mary. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Mary signs. Don't be mad at me. I can never be mad at you, Mary. Ah, <laughs> oh, she hugs you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Mary actually, she signs, signals Corbin and, and Slate to come on over. Yay. She signs, there's actually, there's something I wanted to ask your opinion about all of you. Fran, like, quickly wipes her face. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin, like, looks a little bit, and then he looks away. And then he looks one last time, and then he looks away. <laughs> and Fran is like, <laughs> Oh, Corbin looks again once Fran starts muttering. Corbin. Slake is wringing their <laughs> fingers in distress. Slake. <laughs> uh, Mary signs, when we met Minotine on the road, she pauses and suddenly screws up her face a moment and goes, is he my uncle, technically, do you think? I'm not clear on how anyone in this world is related, if I'm being strictly honest. Well, I mean, my parents were crows and I'm a human, so like, you know what, Mary, nothing makes sense. <laughs> Does That's true. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> we're going to have to have a talk someday. I, I had the talk. My parents told me about crow mating like, Corbin, a long shut time up. ago. Does Torva have a dad? Well, Mary Science, technically his dad would be <coughs> Rael, the force of war. Right. Would that make him my granddad it this isn't important she signs and then <laughs> waves her hands this isn't important what what he said that i should let my father name me what do you think that means kai oh. never had a name did she she was just the goddess well but she was like a she was like a full god and oh. you seem like kind of like a weird in between like demigod kind of like phelan maybe but phelan's the betrayer yeah, so, like, maybe that's what that means. The Mary. Fuck, Torva, we already named you Mary. <laughs> Kai's power was from gods who were named. Yeah, that's true, too. She didn't 
have her own. She wasn't created. Mary nods. There's a lot of things that don't line up with what we've been learning about the gods. That How did she do what she did? And then how did she pass it on to me? I don't... <sighs> what I wanted to ask is, do you think I should name myself? Do you think that would work? You could try it. What would you choose? Yeah, Mary, what do you want to be? She shrugs. I don't know. I've never... I've never thought of what I am the god of. Well, what's not been taken already? That's a good point. Um... Um... <laughs> the coolest. <laughs> Mary gives you a looks like and then signs, do you really think that the first teenager demigod didn't name themselves the coolest? That has to be taken already. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just saying it works. She's got a point, though, Slake. <laughs> She's probably taken... Like, also the raddest and, like... Dang it. The, the dopest. The dopest. <laughs> does it have to... Does it There's have probably to even, it? like, a god of dabbing already. Fuck! <laughs> well, I'm out of ideas. Yeah, Mary, I'm sorry. You just really... There's nothing left. Does it have to be something related to your parentage? Mary shrugs. <laughs> I don't know. She signs. I... Before we came down here, I never thought that I needed to be a god of something. I just... I don't know. If you think of anything, she's, she waves her hands to then signs. If you think of anything, just let me know. Dope. That one's for you, got a dope. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're up there. I know you're up there, you yeah. teen bastard. <laughs> I cross myself. <laughs> yeah. I dab. <laughs> All right. Well... Uh, you guys are on the road again. It takes, by the way, it's going to take about, down. it's an eight day travel by, by horse and wagon to Banfield, by the way. So you guys are out on the road for a few days here. Uh, we're going to do, we haven't done one of these in a while. We're going to do a random encounter. Oh, no. Bam, bam, Don't you love when you roll on your random encounter table and it's nothing happens? Yep. You oh, guys have a very peaceful day. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we need it. You do. You have a peaceful day. How do you want to spend your peaceful day on the road as you're walking? Fran is just uh <laughs> doing that. <laughs> She's just kind of walking. <laughs> Fran's She's, got some stuff to think about. Yeah. She's uh, staring into space a lot. Yeah. She's just kind of percolating. She's going through it. <laughs> Corbin uh, finds every animal that he can find within the vicinity. Oh, nice. And tries to bond with it so that he can later turn into it. Uh, why don't you make a nature check? Okay. See how many animals you can find. Okay. Uh, I got 10. You got 10? Got you 10 find cat. one animal. What is the animal cat? <laughs> I'm trying to think because you guys are going through sort of like fields and forests. Autumn. You're looking out at this field. You're standing there, like staring out at this field, and you see these. Strange creatures popping out of the ground. They've got little fuzzy faces and little yeah. fat cheeks, and they have a black stripe down their back. And they are they are uh, Madrian prairie dogs. I turn into one immediately as soon as I animal handle it. Oh, it's so cute! I hop all around. Uh, wow! I climb up Fran's arm. <laughs> it's so cute! I clap in delight. Yeah, I jump around. I do like a little dance. Oh. Oh my god. Climb up on Mary. Mary loves it. Mary oh, gives you a little scratch behind the oh, ear. I finds, love it. Mary finds an acorn and like puts it in your cheek. Oh. I immediately 
go find more acorns to see how many I can fit in my cheeks, and then I come back and show everybody. Wow. Oh I don't God. know if that's a thing prairie dogs do, but I don't they know, do but in, in Avalis. They do that. They do it. <laughs> so I definitely want to, since it's, you said it's kind of fall. Yeah, it's fall. It's just starting to turn. To, as you go further north, it's getting more, you know, red and golds in the trees. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to gather yeah. any cool looking like leaves or seed pods mm-hmm. or like, you know, like pine cones and shit that I find and stuff them in my pockets for later sculpting endeavors. Okay. Um. And I want to take out uh, Darius and just show him everything. Oh yeah, Darius has been—he's—he's he's been hiding for a while because we've been everything's been danger for yes. so long. <laughs> uh, Darius is loving it. Darius is skittering around, finding and like Darius like goes into like some tree roots and like comes out with like a really cool little like a uh, skull of a vole oh. that like extracts from it for you. You're so good, Darius. I've missed you. <laughs> Hey, Slake, what are you doing with all that garbage? Uh, I'm, well, you know. It's... Why are you picking up garbage off the ground? Um, so, um, Mary Science, I think it's very admirable to be picking up garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I, I was, I, it's not really, I mean, I wouldn't call it garbage. It's, uh, uh you know, like, uh, it's going to be found art, you know? Uh, Prairie Dog Corbin sees Darius from atop uh, Mary's shoulder and screams in Prairie Dog and just goes, runs. <laughs> Corbin, I think when you scream from Mary's shoulder, she just like flings you yeah, from her shoulder. She throws me off. <laughs> just like in but sheer I, surprise. But I hit the ground running. Oh god. Towards Darius. Uh, I'm oh. ready. I'm 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 I mean, listen, you've triggered my reflexes. <laughs> you've triggered my trap so, card. Literally, like, do I need to roll to repel this prairie dog? <laughs> because like I, I'm gonna say instinctually, if I see you coming to Darius like that. I'm gonna, you know, just Chop whip you. out, I'm yeah. whip out a little hand and just. Well, I mean, is that what you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap you right away, young man. <laughs> well, let's do a dexterity contest. Slap. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but you fucking forced my hand. Eighteen. I got a seventeen. You just barely got me. Whatever. You're fucking oh, slapped. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> You've been slapped. I've been slapped. Slake, please describe the slap. Yeah, describe. Listen, I, I don't. I don't take any pleasure out of slapping prairie dogs. But when I see when I see this little man coming at my best fucking friend, I I just in, instinctively, without even thinking, I I I whack my hand right out, and uh, oh. and I just send this little prairie dog in an arc. Where do I land? Uh, where do you land? Uh, Corbin, make another dexterity save, please. Okay. Fran falls to the ground, like, laughing. And I do want to say that immediately, immediately after I do this, I scream, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's a natural one. So, Kat, please describe my death. Corbin, you go sailing through the air, and, like, you hit the top of a tree and just hit every branch. It's like a pine tree. And so you hit, like, every branch on the way down until you just sort of plop into a little heap. Oh, my God. I, I, I run over, and I... I Prairie dog Corbin up, and there are tears in my eyes. And it's I, what he deserves. <laughs> Corbin, I didn't mean to. I just, I, I could, I didn't know my own strength. Are you, are you okay? I pretend to be dead. Oh. I, 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 I run up crying to Fran, and I say, I killed Corbin. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> 
Uh, Corbin leaps to life and like nips Fran right at the nose. I knew you were fine, you idiot. <laughs> Corbin, are you okay? Uh, Corbin hisses and runs back to Mary. <laughs> Mary shakes her head and then scoops up Corbin and then she brings up a hand mm-hmm. to sign, Corbin, you can turn into a bird. <laughs> Corbin, like, a one single tear runs down Corbin's little fairy dog face, and he, like, snuffles at Mary's little hand. Uh, Mary Mary puts you in her pocket. Okay. All right. Fran Fran reaches up. She's very short and pats Slake's shoulder and says, anyway, art is cool. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Well, that's a fun day. You guys had a fun day. Hello, my sweet, sweet people. I hope you are having a wonderful, wild May. And I hope you are enjoying the first episode of another sweet little mini arc. Just so you know, we reference something later in this episode that is kind of referencing a Patreon bonus episode. You don't need to listen to it to understand, but if you're curious what it's about, it's that, and I will link it in the show notes of this episode. Also, we have our first little ad roll from the store this episode. Thank you, Jacob. Let's learn about Love YA Like Crazy. Young adult books provide some interesting parenting dilemmas. Would you let your kids go to the pumpkin ball with an elder god, sacrifice them to open a portal to another universe, or sell them for parts? Carrie and Jake are young adult fiction-loving friends, and you can hear their rants about these and other issues of note on their podcast, Love YA Like Crazy. Very cool. Look them up. I also want to give a little shout-out to our sponsor, D&D Beyond. They were kind enough to give us some very cool accesses on their website, and y'all, I'm telling you, it's legitimately so good. (laughs) Every time we are in any kind of fight or we need any kind of rule, we all look at each other into each other's little scared ADD eyes and we say, how did we survive in the old world? How did we live pre-D&D Beyond? We've literally only played with it like twice, but uh, it's uh, we can't really go back at this point. The world made no sense before. We can just uh, like search for stuff and it's, it's there in a second. It's really good. Uh, so thank you so much to D&D Beyond. As always, our podcast is also sponsored by our wonderful patrons on Patreon. The new ones of whom are Pablo, Luke, Alex, Ray, Ian, Holgrown Oats, and Aris. Thank you guys so much. Uh, y'all, our Patreon and the cool people on it fill me with joy every single day. They give us cool feedback and listen to our extremely dumb outtakes, and I love that for them. Uh, thank you guys again for your generosity. Uh, thanks also to the hot, spicy iTunes friends. That's Bearded Lady Natsu, music fan, followed by many numbers. Nad CML, Arcanite Watcher, Ultimate Kadaj, 16-year-old in need of therapy, and Hale Araya. Oh, and from Ireland, 
We also have Callan D. That might not be how you pronounce that name, and I'm very sorry about it. Thank you so much for sending me a little email to let me know that you left a review. It's a very, very good one. And thank you all. We are so close to 500 U.S. ratings. I can taste it. But also, the number was like going up and down this week. The podcast app is haunted, confirmed, with the Illuminati triangle. I don't have the post-production budget to put it in, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, iTunes reviews really, really help. I say it all the time, but thank you. Lastly, a message to Chantel. Chantel, I'm sending love and powers through this podcast today, and I hope that you're receiving each and every one of them. Many powers are coming your way. Chantel, the code word is Neil, as in Greg O'Neill, the sleeper agent, yada yada. Go! Let's see what your second, uh, your next day holds. Uh, I hope the Mothman comes back. (laughs) If only. All right. So, uh, next day, you guys are traveling again. You've had a good, well, I don't know how good a night's sleep you guys had. Mary had a good night's sleep. Corbin didn't sleep all the first night, but tonight he sleeps as a prairie dog, and he's it's the best sleep he's ever had. Aww. <laughs> do you sleep like in your own roll, or do you, do your bed roll, or do you like sleep? Oh, we you, do. You I like cuddle I like, up with somebody. I cuddle up with like all of y'all. I like kind of start. I make my rounds. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> even you don't, me? Yeah, you guys don't. Even know. though I tried to, well, we don't know. <laughs> I cuddle up with you, but I'm also kind of secretly looking for Darius the whole time. Don't worry. You're sick. I don't find him. You have an illness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, I don't sleep much because I am working on a special project. <gasps> oh. Ooh. All right. Well, the next day, you guys, are, you're out. You're having a walk. Um, and uh, why don't you guys make make a wisdom oh, check for me? I feel like I always roll bad on wisdom. Uh, and today is included. <laughs> yeah, wisdom's stupid. Well, I got a fucking nine, so... I got a 13. I got a 15. All right. Corbin, uh, you are you still a prairie dog? Have you changed back? Oh, I changed back in the morning, yes. Corbin, you uh, you notice a strange circle of rocks just off the wooded path. Ooh. Yeah, it's a perfect circle of rocks. I inspect. You inspect? I don't enter the circle. <laughs> you don't enter the circle, though, but no. you inspect it. Why don't you make a perception check? That's a natural <gasps> 20. That's Fuck. a natural 20? On investigating that circle of rocks. Nice. nice. What's up? What's up? You find a little altar at one end of the circle of rocks with offerings of uh, berries and little fruits of the forest. There's some blackberries in there. Those are in season. It's fall. And uh, as you look at this altar, there's a sweeping wind that swirls up around you and then... In the center of the circle, there is a spirit. A spirit <gasps> made of, of leaves and <gasps> twigs. Please be Mothman. Please be Mothman. It's not Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaves and twigs and uh, vines and moss. And it is a dryad. Uh, and she she looks around and uh, she makes eye contact with you, Fran, as you're a little bit off the road. And she waves to you. Oh, my God. I wave back. She, she like points to her hair, which is made of like leaves and moss, 
and then points to your hair, which is made of yeah. water. Same. Hat. I'm very emotional, f- f- emotionally fragile right now, and I point to my hair, and then I immediately start shedding Studio Ghibli tears. <laughs> <laughs> Corbin also points to his hair. He doesn't really understand what's happening. Fran uses her elbow, which is out because she's pointing to her hair and elbows Corbin <laughs> in the face. Right. <laughs> do, do, I, do I witness this dryad as well? Yeah, yeah, you see her. Oh, my God. I I look at her and I'm like, she is art. <laughs> um, Can I go up to the circle and speak to her? Yeah, of course. I can speak... Um, a language called Aquin, which is like the water mm. elemental language, I believe, or okay. like the, the language of water genasi. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But I don't speak it well. I just learned it like from books. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so you know the words, but you don't know the grammar. <laughs> yeah. So I just say, hello. Uh, it me. <laughs> <laughs> she sort of like cocks her head a couple times and then says in a, a, a voice that sounds like breaking twigs. She says, sister. Oh, the studio Ghibli tears are falling faster and faster. <laughs> uh, and then she points at the rocks and frowns and says, trapped. <gasps> oh, I let her out right away. <laughs> you just, just remove a rock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Corbin, like, kicks a bunch of them out of the way. <laughs> Fran, it sounds like, you're, at first you think, like, oh, maybe the word for sister is just not pronounced like I thought it did. But then you realize all of her pronunciations are a bit different. So you can kind mm-hmm. of deduce that this is something very similar to Aquin, mm. but is likely the, you know, Earth elemental. Right. Yeah. So Slake and Corbin and Mary, um, well, Mary can understand it. She can understand everything. Of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, Slake and... Corbin, you guys are not able to understand this dryad. It just sounds like when she opens her mouth, it is just like the sound of cracking twigs. I love it. Oh. I, I have my hands like up against my cheeks and my mouth is just open and my eyes are shiny. Nice. Corbin also likes it a lot. <laughs> He's like picking up leaves off the ground and just like crunching. <laughs> I'm trying to communicate. Yeah, I'm trying to do what I can. <laughs> so Fran, as soon as you um let the dryad out of her circle, mm-hmm. She rushes Corbin and starts slapping leaves out of his hand. Oh. <laughs> and, and she says, sister friend, bad. Sister friend, bad. God, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I guess. Corbin. <laughs> Drop that stuff, Corbin. Corbin Corbin drops the stuff. Stop messing with her domain. Corbin drops the stuff. Corbin turns into a crow. <laughs> <laughs> the dryad, does, she, she jumps back when you turn into a crow. And she r- drifts over and hides behind Fran. Corbin goes and hides up in a tree. <laughs> the dryad circles you a couple times, Fran, and then says, Sister Water, where? I don't know. S- Sister Water? Sister Waterborn, where? I don't know. <laughs> well, she looks so sad and shakes her head. And, and then she puts a hand on your face and says, Sister don't cry. Sister Waterhome. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a, the sound of giggling from deeper in the forest. And the dryad looks back and then waves and says, thanks, sister. And uh, she drifts off into the forest after the sound of laughter and giggling. 
Uh, oh, so, so. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Since we didn't understand any of that, I'm going to go up to Fran and I'm going to be like, do you know her? Corbin jumps down and says, why do you speak leaf people? <laughs> I. <laughs> why do you speak leaf people? Why don't you speak leaf people? Leave me alone. I speak druidic. I'm complicated. <laughs> Can you, like, maybe introduce me to her later? <laughs> Teach me that language. Nobody's going near the dryad. She's very special. You're right. She's cool. Let's just keep moving. Okay, Fran. <laughs> You're so strong, Fran. All right, leader, Fran. <laughs> Fran is, like, just, like, she's, she, <laughs> she's like, curled over. She's, like, an old woman, like, <laughs> hunched under the weight of emotion. <laughs> she hobbles down the yeah. road. All right, uh, so, Corbin, that night you have a dream. In your dream, you see a series of quick images, a tree made of glass, an army, a flock of hawks which fly directly at you. When they clear, you find yourself standing in that liminal space, watching from a distance as Mary is circled by the golden titan with a gaping hole in its center and the black monster with a crown of bone. Neither can seem to get to her, so instead they clash with each other. The monster leaps at the titan, its black jaws dripping with black blood. The titan grabs the open jaws and holds the teeth apart, then throws the creature to the side. You feel the impact, but you hear nothing. What would you like to do? And remember that in order to do anything, tell me what to do, roll a wisdom check, and I'll tell you how close you get to doing what you want to do. Okay. I want to turn into a giant prairie dog. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And I want to... Um, push the golden man over and bite him with my big chompies. Mm. All right. Uh, why don't you roll a wisdom check? Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen? All right. So you you turn into a prairie dog. You turn into a giant prairie dog. You turn into an enormous prairie dog. You turn into a prairie dog so big, you can no longer see what is happening in front of you. It's all just too small. You're just such a huge prairie dog. And you try and take a step forward and to, to like try and, and bat away that golden man. But he's you can't see because your eyes are on the side of your head. And you're so big, you can't really look down. I don't accidentally step on him, do I? You think, like, maybe you might be going to step on him, and then you look, like, behind you, and the scene is continuing, and suddenly Ugh. everything's the same size. It's just, like, the perspective just shifted, Ugh. and it's very dizzying and kind of nauseating. Ugh. And now you see that while the, the golden man was distracted with this giant prairie dog, the black monster has taken Mary in its teeth. Oh. Okay, this is gonna be kind of gross. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> but this is what dream me is thinking is the best solution. Oh boy. Uh-huh. I want to turn into an invasive liquid and inhabit the monster's body and force its jaws to open and let go of Mary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate invasive liquid. <laughs> My Roll. least favorite type of liquid. Okay. <laughs> 11. No. Oh. You turn into a, a liquid and uh, you get underneath the beast's paws to try and like get up into it, but you. You can't quite penetrate its body. is It's made of something liquid Ugh. already, something oozing and black and sticky. And you're trying to get your little tendrils of, of liquid in, and the beast looks down at you, and it steps in your puddle, and you just break apart. 
and then you reform and you're a person again and there's a hand on your shoulder and there's a woman there and her face is white as bone it's not just her face it's her hair it's her clothes everything it's white and it takes a moment before you recognize her face because the last time you saw it it was displayed on a pedestal in Torva's jaw and she says there's not much time left you need to hurry and when she speaks her mouth does not move she holds a hand out to you but when you take it her hand dissolves into dust and she looks very sad as she takes her hand back and it reforms and she shakes her head and says I can't show you the truth if you're not willing to see it and then you wake up I don't remember seeing a woman's head on a pedestal. It's Pavia. It's Pavia, the truce god. Fuck. When Corbin wakes up, he like checks on Mary first thing. He like scrambles out of his bed and is like, Mary, is a golden man in a big sludge monster, Mary. Mary. (laughs) Mary Mary wakes up and she, she looks at you, Corbin. Mary, the sludge monster's got you in its mouth. Mary, I tried to turn into a liquid symbiote to get it to let go of you, but I couldn't do it. Mary, I couldn't do it. There's Mary. Mary, you okay? Mary looks, she's, she looks like at first like she doesn't recognize you. And then she, she brings up a hand to her face and looks at her hand and then looks back at you, Corbin. She signs, Corbin, I can't feel anything. What? She, she, Starts like rubbing her hands together and she signs, I can't, I can't feel anything, Corbin. I, Corbin, and she looks around and signs, Corbin, what's going on? What the fuck? I, I wake up. <laughs> uh, Corbin. Cor- Corbin, what'd you do? I didn't do anything. Shut the fuck up, friend. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> wakes, that me wakes me up <laughs> even more because now I'm like, Corbin uh, definitely did something. What's going on? Mary, Mary signs, I can't, I can't feel I can't feel anything. I she she is I mean her breathing is getting really rapid. She looks so panicked. I I grab her hand and start like rubbing my thumb over the top of it and I, I <laughs> do you feel anything? Mary Mary shakes her head and and signs Corbin what what did you dream? You said a golden man? What? There was a there there was a golden man and he had a big hole in his stomach and then there was this like sludge monster that was like made of bone or something, but it was also sludge. And they were fighting each other and trying to get to you, and the bone monster bit you, and I tried to get rid of it, but- well, go back to sleep! I don't know how I'm very awake and scared, Mary! Mary signs, I can cast- I, I can cast sleep, I can cast sleep. Cast sleep on me, cast sleep on me, cast sleep on me. And she puts you to sleep, she puts, passes a hand over your eyes, and you just drop down into her lap. Okay, cat? And you're back asleep, and you're having a dream. Oh my god. You're having the dream, you're back in the dream, and, oh god, and the, the sludge monster has Mary in its teeth- and uh, the golden man now is is over the back of the monster and is trying to pry its jaws open. I hate this, but I want to. Can I? If I help the golden man, can I get advantage? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay, I'm gonna try to help the golden man. I'm gonna be his size. I'm just turning to another golden man, and I'm gonna just do exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Make a wisdom save at advantage. This is fifteen. Fifteen. That'll do it with the golden man's help. The two of you pry the monster's jaws open and it lets out a howl and it is a woman's voice when it howls and it drops Mary and she starts dropping down and down 
and through. There's no floor. There's no end to her drop. And the golden man dives after her. Corbin dives after the golden man, but I want to keep a hold of the creature and like yell at it and say like, who are you? What did you do to Mary? Uh, make a wisdom save. That's a natural 20. Oh, um, the creature howls and it howls and it says, she is mine. And uh, then you are diving down after the golden man. Okay. And uh, he is reaching a hand for Mary. And then your hand closes just a second before his does. Okay. And you wake up. And uh, when you fell asleep, Mm -hmm. she fell asleep too. For Slake and for Fran, you just saw Mary like cast a spell and then like collapse on top of Corbin who collapsed into her lap. And then uh, when you wake up, Mary like, sits up immediately and she she pats her face and she immediately starts crying and, oh and nodding my God. and crying. Corbin, like, jumps on her and, like, also starts crying. <laughs> what happened? Are you guys okay? You the fuck out. He just had a terrible experience. Mary, Mary sh- is shaking. She is shaking. She signs, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're, you're, you can feel things? They kick their asses for you, Mary. I got him. Corbin saved me. I'm okay. Corbin. I'm, I'm rubbing one hand up and down Mary's arm and the other on Corbin's back. <laughs> Corbin, where did you go? I just dreamed. Uh, it was a bit, there was a big woolly man and then there was this dog thing. It was like bloody and I don't know, it was black and it was had bones in it and they were both after Mary and I don't know why, but the dog had uh, a woman's voice. Was it a dog? I don't, I don't know what it was. Did it look maybe like a cross between multiple different animals? Did it, cat? It is, to remind uh, my players and listeners what that thing looks like, it is uh, the body of a wolf with its fur-like black feathers and a crown of bone. It was like a wolf bird deer. <laughs> and I didn't like it, Fred. I don't like it either, Corbin. I don't like any of this. Mary Mary takes a couple deep breaths to calm down and then signs. It's It's them, right? That's... That's Kai and that's Torva, right? That's... They are bad fucking parents. Yeah, they were real shitty. Mary, do you remember the dream? She shakes her head and frowns and signs. I don't remember it exactly. I just knew it was dark and I was scared and, and then I was being grabbed and then, and then I woke up. Well, it was, I'm pretty sure it was Kai and Torva. And like, she said Mary was hers, but not like in a way that like she was going to take care of Mary, like in a way that was kind of creepy, like in a desperate bad way. Also, the that head of the god Pavia, yeah. she was like there. Slake, what do you know about Pavia? Um, uh, what you would know about Pavia is she is a long dead god. She was at one time very influential and powerful, but as legend goes, she was the first god that Torva tried to kill before he found ways to permanently kill gods. Right, because she was like the revealer of truth. It is known that Pavia isn't technically dead, but she's neither is she alive, and What's mostly known is that she had a very secret order that used to, like, keep the world in balance, but they were all killed in Torva's attack on her. 
So I, I, I tell you guys that. Mm-hmm. She said that she can't show me the truth if I don't want to see it. But I want to see it, Pavia! <laughs> you don't know what's in my brain! It seems like she was inside your brain. I mean, yeah, but I want to see it. Is Mary in there? Inside your... Mary, are you... Mary, are you inside my brain? <laughs> Mary shakes her head and signs, I really hope not. Yeah. Yes, bad in there. <laughs> Could she have meant the truth about Kai? I don't know. Are you a Kai loyalist? Me. You're the one who is always going on about the goddess, even Laika. Well, I never trusted Kai. I mean, okay. My goddess is Mary, first of all. <laughs> so jot that down. I ask Fran, do, do you want me to jot that down for you? Yes, like jot that down for Fran. <laughs> I get out a, a leaf and I write it down. I'm Thank doing my you. internship. Yeah. <laughs> Best intern. I like I like hold up my hand like a come hither gesture to give me the leaf. I I give you the leaf and I put it away in my little pack. Good. <laughs> how, how I don't understand how we can stop this from happening without stopping Mary from ever sleeping again. Mary signs honestly at this point I I'm fine with never sleeping again. Yeah. It, it hasn't been great lately. Here's, uh, here's the thing, you guys. Um, you do die if you don't sleep. I know this. For fact. Could we go into Corbin's dream? Could we? Could you? Do or I know we? anything about dream magic? How about you roll an arcana check? Ooh. I got a 26. Wow. Shit. Fran knows things Fran shouldn't know with that roll. <laughs> Fran knows dark secrets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very intelligent. The dream master. So, Fran, as you're you're thinking about like what Slake had told you about Pavia, hmm. and it reminds you of something of something that you found in the library on Estra a long time ago, like when you were you were looking for any information on the world below because you were like looking for stuff about oceans. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure like you've probably spent a lot of time in that library looking mm-hmm. for like what was up with the world below. Like there were lakes and rivers and oceans there, mm-hmm. and you did find uh in in one book. You remember it was a book of like descriptions of amazing places, and there was one about the Tower of Dreaming, and it was. You remember now that you remember what what Slake had just told you. You remember that it had talked about it was the Tower of Pavia that had long been abandoned, but that it used to be the site of of rituals that allowed people to to access the realm of dreams. Slake, I know that Pavia had a tower. Yeah, to go into the realm of dreams. Do you know where that would be? Do I know where that would be? <laughs> Yeah, you you have an idea. It's this is something where you might be a little reluctant to tell her this because this is something that's a, a deep secret for your people, my people specifically, your people specifically, because those ruins are in the red fields, which is the place you guys aren't supposed to go. It's the place above your caverns that's toxic. Yeah, that toxic environment that you're never supposed to go up into. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's where that is. It, I mean, is the main reason we keep it secret because we don't want people to get poisoned, or is it? Yeah, yeah, that's a big reason for it. Okay, and also because it is the ruins of a dead god's temple. Okay, which is never a good place to go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, 
well, she, I mean, she had a tower, yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you probably wouldn't want to, like, actually go there. I want to go. Do you want Mary to, do, Mary's going to die. She's like, uh, did you see what happened to I, Mary? I, I mean, I mean, I don't want, Flake. I, of course I don't want Mary to die. I'm just like one dude, and I had to fight two gods right. in a dream. It's just, if we're going to go there, well, it's in the Red Fields, which are, like, It'd be pretty dangerous. This really uh, rough place. Fall of Ruins, kind of by where I live. And, uh, yeah, air is real poison, I guess, is mainly, mainly what I'm getting at here. Oh. And I mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't want to, you know, deter you or anything, but it's probably, like, super cursed. <sighs> what isn't? I have a, I got a spell. I got a spell. I got that. some shit. I got, I got we, protection from poison, I mean. We can figure this we're, out. We're good. It's no big deal, Slake. Okay. <laughs> Mary signs, will we be going near it? We're going through your home, right? Yeah. If, 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 if we go by the Red Caves, I mean, it's it's outside of them. So, I mean, I, I yeah. I could, I could show you around, I guess. I haven't specifically gone to the tower. What would it be? And probably, like, super cursed and stuff. But uh, how many days would it be from here? Well, I mean, from here? Um, well, if I took you through the caves, it'd probably be about five days. Oh, that's really long to stay awake. <laughs> Mary, science, I... You can't... It's not... We cannot stay awake for that long. But I have literally tried. It is not possible. There's no magic for that? No, your brain needs to sleep or you die. Mary, science, Corbin, we're going to have to talk about how you know this later, but... <laughs> It, it doesn't happen every night, right? You don't have this dream, and I don't... I haven't had this one for, like, a while. Like, since we were in Denmark. So, she signs, so maybe it'll be okay. And and if we have that dream again, Corbin, maybe now that I know what's happening, I can I can do something. Okay. Well, maybe if we all practice really good sleep hygiene, <laughs> it won't be a problem. That's the attitude, Slay. Who's been practicing bad sleep hygiene? Raise your hand. Raise your hand right now. Is Fran the only one who raises I, their hand? I slowly not and hand. ashamedly <laughs> do raise my hand. <laughs> oh yeah, your special fucking project. Slake, I don't think I don't think that Slake. that has anything to do with this, but shame on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mary Science, we'll just We don't really have any other option, do we? Um Corbin, can you scry about this? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is if I used, um, if I used divination, could I talk to Pavia somehow? You could try. Okay. What are you gonna ask? <sighs> okay. First, um, uh, what do you use to create your your scrying yeah. soup? Last so time it was garbage. This I time, I need. Uh, do we have a bowl? Do we have like some kind of bowl? I pull out a bowl from the bag, bag of holding. Bowling. Okay, I have bowl. many bowls. I say everybody needs to spit in it. Yeah, you spit in it. Mary spits in it. Okay. Spit. I spit. Fran spit. (laughs) Very good. Uh, And then I want to put in, you guys see me pick up two rocks and I just squeeze them into dust into the... (laughs) Okay. Holy shit. Sure they're not just fucking clods of dirt. Yeah. And so yeah, I like they might I, just be clods of dirt. I want it to be like <laughs> but I want it to be like milky yeah. in there. So okay. it's like a little bit milky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I say Hey Pavia. 
What's up, you out there? The uh, the mixture swirls and it turns pure white. Dope. I know you said I didn't want to know the truth. I want to tell you, first of all, that's not true. Second of all, I need to know how to keep Mary safe in those dreams. Can you tell me what I can do to keep Mary safe? There is, uh, the, the milk vibrates. <laughs> and it, you hear that voice, the voice of Pavia, just whisper to you, and just to you, Corbin. The others can't hear this. It says, you have to accept the truth. And then uh, two birds fly overhead, and the the liquid turns clear again. Corbin looks up and says, Mom? Dad? <laughs> then he says, God damn it, Pavia. It's fucking useless. What? What did she say? She said, I have to accept the truth. What's the truth? I don't know. I look at Mary. Mary shrugs. If. I don't know. It's probably nothing. Fran, <laughs> spill your fucking gob. No. Fran, <laughs> open your mouth before I open it for you. Pour I open my mouth, mouth. And I stick out my tongue. <laughs> Corbin. Corbin, pour some milk down your throat. Oh, it's not milk. <laughs> it's just dirt water. <laughs> That's truth juice. Now spill it. Corbin, I hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> anyway, if what I was thinking is the truth, it doesn't matter anyway. Well, I don't care. Tell it to me. Don't be Pavia. If you ask how we can help Mary and Pavia tells us we need to accept the truth, then maybe she thinks the truth is that Mary can't be helped. Well, that's a lie. That's bullshit, and that's garbage. And I will kill every god. <laughs> We're back on the god killing. <laughs> I say, I- I'm sorry, you guys. I- maybe this is all my fault. My my sleep hygiene's been really poor. Yes, and- Slake's probably right. It's Slake's fault. Mary uh, hits your arm, Corbin. I- Slake, that's not a thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I I stayed up to make these things, and. I, I don't know. I, I'm just Corbin's worried. been having these dreams since before you joined us. If it's anybody's fault, it's his. Hey, I'm the one keeping Mary safe in dreamland. Don't you come to me. <laughs> I'm doing my damn job. Mary Science, please, please don't fight. This isn't... It's nobody's fault. There's just a lot of things going on that we don't understand. I, I cry more, and I shove something into your arms, Mary, and I go, I made you a thing! <laughs> oh, what is it? Mary takes it and looks at it. It's, uh, it's, it's like, imagine, imagine that someone who has not ever seen, like, a stuffed animal has <laughs> taken the skull that they found oh my God. and some moss and leaves and twigs and other forest items and bound them up into, like, sort of like a little doll and there's acorns sticking out of the eye sockets. <laughs> Did you just curse, Mary? <laughs> no, I thought... I thought maybe, um, that, uh, well. Mary looks at it and then and holds it up and then puts it down and then signs. Slake, did, did you make me a doll? Um, well, I, I, I thought, I mean, I've got Darius for when I don't sleep good or when I'm scared or something. And I thought. <laughs> uh, Mary, Mary's looking at her doll and she signs. No one ever gave me a doll. Not, oh. not my whole time when I was little. Now I cry studio oh too. And then Mary gets up and hugs you, Slake. Oh, the 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 crying is real. I, I mean I made I made um 
I, well, I made something for Fran and Corbin too. And um, I I give something to you, Fran. <laughs> something oh to you, Corbin. <laughs> what is it? And Fran, have you have you seen a crab? Yes. <laughs> this. I don't know if you would recognize this, <laughs> but that's what it's supposed to be. I recognize it. I say, is this like a? It's from the ocean, right? Yeah, is a is a little crab guy because you like being in the water and they're in the water and they're they're arthropods, so you know they're good. <laughs> what did you give to Corbin? Yeah, what did I get, Corbin? I've made you, I've made you a Darius, but it is it is made out of like <laughs> dirt and berries and uh, soft moss, so that you can chew on it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I go right for those berries. I start munching and like they're red, right? Yeah. So it's like there's a little blood on my I, mouth. I, I say to you, Corbin, Corbin, I'm so sorry that I smacked you. <laughs> and I, I hope that in time you can find it in your heart to forgive me. It's okay. It's like, I mean, friends smacks me like 20 times a day. This is great. Thank this you. is almost like eating the real thing. <laughs> Mary pulls away from her hugs like and signs. Thank you, Slick. I think we all really needed this tonight. I throw mine in the bag of holding and I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> Mary signs, Fran likes it. <laughs> That's how you can tell she likes it. I bat Mary's hands down. <laughs> She's like fighting you, Fran, to be like, Fran likes it. <laughs> Cor- Corbin says, Fran's probably going to sleep with it every night and she's going to take it out like after the rest of us fall asleep. She won't show us. Corbin, tonight when I go to sleep, I won't be going to sleep because I'll be staying awake to murder you. Well, if you murder me, I'll be protecting Mary in the dreamscapes. Yeah, forever. <laughs> I, I I continue to cry, but I, I do the smiling while you're crying thing. Um, I I like dig through the bag of holding and I like can't find anything to give you. So I just give you some money. <laughs> oh, I don't. You can have this back. That's from all of us. Uh, Corbin, I, Corbin gives you the rest of the milk that he didn't give to Fran. Um, uh, you can drink this. Uh, it, is that safe? Oh, Fran's still alive. Mary, uh, she sort of like waves out her arm like she's gonna give Slake another hug, and oops, she spilled the bowl. Mary! <laughs> and then Mary signs like really close, so just you can Slake. She signs, that's my gift to you. <laughs>
mm-hmm. and it would give you an advantage. Cool. Okay. That'd be dope. Hey. Well, next time you have a weird dream, Corbin. Yeah. Wake up. Get Fran. Yeah. <laughs> Um, get me. Or get Fran in your dreams. Yeah. Oh, Find shit. me. I'll have to try that. Find, Find me, me in the future. You sons of bitches. Yes. Welcome, friends, to the post-roll of Dames and Dragons. Today it is my pleasure to once again tell you about the empire of the ghouls. Empire of the Ghouls is the first 5th edition campaign from Cobalt Press for characters 1 to 14. Taking your heroes deep into the realm of the undead. Thrill as you explore a kingdom of terror and blood ruled by vampires. And scream as far below the earth in the underdark, a mighty empire of ghouls may be found. This massive 5e campaign will include new underdark lore, as well as tons of undead monsters, magic, and more, with both an adventure book and a player's guide. The Kickstarter is currently live and ends Friday, May 31st. Woo, the most cursed day of the year. It's already funded and blowing away the stretch goals. Like, (laughs) so many ghosts in the wind. (laughs) Find out more at cobaltpress.com slash kickstarters. Really good. I think I really nailed that one.